Line, Mexico. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming to you today from the Zeppelin races. Blackjack Pershing's on the scene. From that digified superhighway. Dateline, Berlin. Pack it up, Pancho Villa. The Kaiser's coming and he's saying Mike, Mike, Mike. He wants our candy. He wants those Mike and Mikes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm really glad Bernie's not sitting in today. Oh, man. God, it would be like a fucking 45 minutes of that unfunny shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you hate it so much. That's hilarious, dude. So it's the best stuff it's ever. It's funny, like the, like the first minute. But it's funny the first 4,000 times. Like you, hated it. It, you hated it the first time he did it. Don't, uh, don't act like it's something you're tired of. No, it's impressive. I, don't, I wonder if he practices Oh, trust me. I'm tired of it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> do, you think he, do you think he's at home like practicing? I don't like, think so. like in the shower? I, I think he, he has that voice. He just owns that voice. No, I know, but, but I... No, you don't think he, really? He, says, he didn't rent it? <laughs> Owns a voice. No, but the, the What's up, says, Mr. Perky? How you doing? I'm feeling fine. Are you feeling kind of gust today? Man, it sounds like the it. voice. Yeah, I bought it at uh, Target for eleven ninety nine. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Welcome back to Austin, asshole. I'm tired. Jesus. It's been I'm a long trip. You've been in the office it's... about four days over the past two months, so. Yeah, yeah, I have. And you're about to head out to PAX East? Yeah. I'd like to point out, too... That this being in our company, being out of the office automatically signals you're not working or having a vacation. Clearly, that is not the case. No, I'm very tired. My weekends have been very full, mm-hmm. uh, but I fun. Know. But I, fun. I believe it. So, how was the uh, Emerald City Comic Con? You just wrapped that up. You, both of you just wrapped that up. It was a lot of fun, man. Um, that event. I remember one time looking at it, you know, because we obsess over events and what events we should do and not do and all that kind of stuff. And uh, traditionally, comic conventions. Pure comic conventions haven't been very kind to us. Right. Um, which is why, with the exception of Comic Con, which is really more of a multimedia event. Yeah, it's not a comic convention. Uh, so there was like 25,000 people or something crazy there. Uh, and uh, it was really fun. We got to sit in at the Microsoft slash 343 Industries booth. They were showing off the Defiant Map Pack, and uh, lots of kids were playing. I heard a lot of yelling behind me, nice. and, uh, whooping and hollering. I didn't get a chance to play any. But, uh, but yeah, we sat down, and we just signed autographs and gave away some posters and stuff, and uh, – it was uh, it, it was it was a blast. It was. So it, must, it, it, was must, it must be real nice to not have to like set up rigging. Yeah, and yeah it was organize totally, shirts. Totally different experience just to walk in and have everything set up and not have to like put all the t-shirts out and like. Yeah, because t- traditionally when you, when an event starts like uh, you like know Pax East for example Pax East for when we go there Friday, the second the doors open and people come in and you're like, hey, what's up. You've already been working for like six hours yeah. at that point, you know, and you have like or, or, or an eight longer. Or, or longer. You have an eight or ten hour day ahead of you, and uh, the lovely people at Microsoft did that work. Yeah, and we were just able to go in and sign autographs and and you know, yeah, that's be great. goofy. Yeah, that was cool, and to not have to to tear down at the end of the night. Yeah, for nice. for example, you know, we got PAX East this weekend. I'm gonna be I, I go out on Thursday. Yeah. to work all day Thursday, setting up the booth so that we can open first thing Friday morning and. Be good to go, and then once the doors close on Sunday, then <laughs> spend all Sunday night. That's when the, it up. the real fun. Yep. Comes in. That's where we, uh, I wonder if the, the, you know, Gus, you and I, there's something very important to our lives that for about an hour period at the Sunday, at the end of an event, the most important thing on the planet is two pallets mm-hmm. and <laughs> finding those two or stealing those two no, pallets. Fi- finding. Finding. Sorry. Requisitioning those two pallets. We, uh, we, uh, it seems like that's the, the, the that's the biggest deal at San Diego Comic Con. Like other events, yeah. it's not as bad, but at Comic Con, it's 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 really something else. Yeah, I think Gus, was it you and I who tried to track down pallets? Maybe it was you and I, Jeff, that we like we were running along the loading docks, yep. looking yep. for pallets. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You start scouting about an hour before the event closes because the pallets go fast, and nobody ever—they're not. I don't know that 
Yeah, I don't know how the pallet distribution is supposed to work. Yeah, they're, they're, I know they're, how it does they're, they're supposed to bring them out well, on a forklift from the back to the front and then like all the exhibitors mob them there. Yeah. But if you're proactive, you can go into the back and get it yourself off the loading dock. If you don't want to be, wait like three hours for that Because that's a mess, happen. yeah. It's, uh, it's also kind of funny. This is reminding me when, I, we were, when Matt and I were in Australia at uh, Armageddon Con to see how different countries handle events. I, uh, I unloaded uh, – Matt hadn't got there yet, so I had to do the, the setup – or the majority of the setup myself. So I had to tear down the pallets by myself. And then, you know, like in, in Comic-Con or PAX or whatever, you just take your cardboard boxes and you just kind of throw them in front of your booth and somebody comes by with a big trash can and throws them away for you. Right. That they – People kept coming by and were like, what is all this trash doing on the floor? <laughs> and uh, so I started moving it over like as far away from me as possible to other trash cans. And uh, then at one point I had to get rid of the pallets. And so I didn't know where to take them because there was nobody around to talk to. So I just took the pallets and I stuck them next to a trash can. And then I was folding some T-shirts. And I saw like two event dudes walk over and they looked at – and they stopped at the trash can. And they put their their hands like on their sides. On their hips, yeah. Yeah, like confused. And they stared at the pallets for a while, and the one guy turned to the other guy. I would love to know what they were saying. And he, like, scratched his head and pointed at the pallets, and then the other guy looked at the pallet and kind of did a, I don't know. And they just stood there for a while, and then uh, they uh, they walked away for a bit and came back with another guy. And the other guy was like, put his hands up? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I started to try to get smaller and smaller <laughs> in my booth. And then eventually, after, like, five or six straight minutes of discussion, like, where these pallets magically appeared, they just, like, shrugged their shoulders and picked them up and just took them outside. It's so weird. I don't know. I did something wrong there, and I feel bad to those three guys, but I don't know what the right thing to do was. Yeah, here, you know, like you said, when you set up conventions here, you just kind of put all your trash and pallets out in front of the booth, and then people come by, and they collect all that stuff. Yeah. I also um, couldn't figure out where the hell – usually when you, you get to an event, they have you, your tables and your chairs in your booth, mm-hmm. and uh, that was not the case. I had to requisition tables and chairs <laughs> – in Australia, in uh, probably the most uh, devious and dastardly manner I have yet so far, I was very proud of myself, and uh, I apologize to the other booths that didn't have tables. <laughs> yeah, you were so you were so proud of yourself. You texted me. You, I you, did. you braved that international SMS fee. I did. I was like, dude, you're the only person in the world who will appreciate what just happened. So we're never going back there again, is what you're trying to say. Oh, <laughs> these guys love us. It was great. So it's I guess the Americans right now, you know, we have we've had a bit of a run of events, and then we have Pax East this weekend and MegaCon later in the month. But then we have a bit of a a lull, a lull. in the travel until the summer. Yeah. Then we have. Um, do you want to talk about what we have coming up, or should we just hold off? We, it's months away. Yeah. I mean, that other stuff is far enough away. You can look at the events page yeah, and obviously uh, and get we'll caught up on them. Comic Con and Pax and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, in, in the immediate future, we have um, Pax East and MegaCon to deal with. You just added uh, one in London to our events page, right? Nope. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 are, we are in the final stages of working out a London event, and uh, hopefully that will be added this week. Okay. But, yeah, we'll be in London at some point this year. Yeah, actually, I did a, uh, a podcast with uh, Jenga Jam. They asked me to come on, and someone asked me when we were coming to Europe. And I was mm. like, I, I have no idea. I think we're planning something. Yeah, we're working on it. So if that kid's listening, it sounds like we're, we might be showing up. So there you go. All right. Hopefully he was in the U.K., so yeah, I don't know if this isn't it. Did it Central Europe is different, right? Than yeah, like the continent versus the UK. UK is part of Europe. Most people say it is. I, I consider it something different. I do too. I don't well, know why. Well, Europe's tiny too. You can get from like England to Italy in like two hours, right? That's, that's, <laughs> that's fighting words. That was, that was a joke. <laughs> anyway, to recap, Emerald City Comic Con was fantastic. Microsoft and three four three were great to host us. Uh, we got to see a ton of people. Account three D and Laird and all those guys. Luke was there. Good old Luke. Nice. It was always a pleasure to see him. Yeah, we had some uh, some people bring by some great gifts, like handmade gifts. Some fan- fantastic gifts. 
and uh, continued the streak that my daughter thinks it's normal to receive a gift a week of yeah. your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's good. I feel sorry for her husband or wife someday, like <laughs> down the road. This would be like constant gift giving. Is yeah, she's gonna, that person is going to be in for quite a shock <laughs> when Millicent is like, uh, it's Thursday and you have, I haven't gotten a single gift. I don't, <laughs> we're four days into the week. I'm not sure you uh, – yeah, but did I do something wrong in the marriage? Or <laughs> like, I don't understand. So while you guys were out of town, I had to. I was watching your chickens. Your chickens uh, are pretty awesome looking. They're great. They're great. They're chickens. really cute. Yeah, they uh, they escaped on me one day. Oh, I would have just said you can leave them out, but I didn't want to have to deal with trying to round them up in the evening. And um, actually, I'm kind of, I was going to let them out today because they've been cooped up for um, yeah, uh-huh. you know, yeah. Cooped, cooped, up. Up. <laughs> cooped up for a while. But there's this. Uh, our fence is only like four feet high, and there's this like black lab that lives behind us, and mm. it's like getting interested in the chickens. And mm. I well, think we, it might be tall enough to jump the fence. We had a terrible event. Where I, they like to roost on the fence. Really? They can get up there? E- oh, easy. They yeah. Go, yeah. They can get about eight feet in the air. Wow. And uh, sometimes i got to pull them out of trees. But like at night, if I don't put them away early enough, by like 9 p.m., they've already settled in on the fence and they want to go to sleep. And there's like six of them in a row, so you got to kind of pick them up two at a time. And one night I was doing that, and one of them was like, fuck you, and just took off. But he ended up, or she ended up, going in the neighbor's yard, and their lab was out. And the lab started chasing it. And I was, like, leaning over the fence trying to grab the chicken, and I couldn't get it. And eventually, the chicken ended up in the lab's mouth and just gave up on life. And I had to hop the fence, go in, and literally pull my chicken's head out of the dog's mouth. And then turn around and put that chicken in. The other chicken freaked out, went in the yard, and I had to go through the same process again. (laughs) And it's like, a chicken will run around and try to escape a dog for about... 15 to 20 seconds before it lays down and decides to die. And the dog was ready to kill it. And he wasn't being evil or anything, but it's exciting for a dog. No, it's it's just because it was at night. Like chickens get really docile, and that's why you can pick them up so easily at night because they they go into this weird like slumber mode mm-hmm. even if they're awake, where that's like the time where you can like pick them up or do medication or anything like that. It's kind of like yeah. Jack in the normal day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they did not want to get picked up when they they ran yeah. out on me. Well, yeah, but you were in the morning, right? Yeah, it was it was in the morning. Yeah, in the daytime they're they're they'll run, but yeah. at night that that's when they're like really sleepy. So it's not a good time to escape a dog when they're. Yeah, it was pretty way. scary though because I was like they were like literally twenty seconds away from dying. Wow. You know, do you, cl- do you clip their wings? No. no, no. They don't, they they don't really mean, try to escape. They're just they don't dumb. try to except when they try to escape. No, they, they just sometimes they they freak out and they they're stupid. They get confused. Yeah, yeah. they're very easily confused. Uh, but that's like that's the only time they've ever gone in that yard. I noticed you didn't do any fucked up shit in our house. No, I, I didn't have the energy. I wanted to, but uh, I started. I, I feel I feel like Joel now. But I've been I've been suffering from a cold for like a week now. Oh. So I've been uh, I've been. Why is I, I was, like Joel? Joel has like super long colds uh, that, that last for like months. months. And um, so I just didn't have the energy to do it. Try to remember. Thank you. You were so lovely to watch our chickens and our cats for us. But try to remember, I do have one in in the can waiting. If you do fuck with us again, I've got, oh, I've got oh, the, right, right. The, the best revenge I was like, possible. Does he have a chicken in the can? It's <laughs> specifically tailored towards you and the things that annoy you. Great. Uh, that I've been crafting over the tenure of our friendship. And so, right. you know, I, I have an old roommate who lives in your neighborhood now. Uh-huh. And uh, another friend of ours who, who works at Bioware also moved into your neighborhood. And when, they, we used to work together. Like all three of us used to work together. Turns out they live one house apart. Like, oh, there's, yeah. there's one house separating the two houses they live in. They also live right between Gus and I. Yeah, like they're like yeah. the halfway point. I saw yeah. them moving in. The refueling station. <laughs> it's pretty wild. We should just put a like an igloo cooler in their front yard. <laughs> <laughs> just like bury it. Yeah. <laughs> Time capsule beer. So what uh what did we miss while we were gone over the last month? Um, Duke Nukem Forever got a release date. Oh, when is oh, it? Really? I didn't see that. May third. Nice. I'll be checking that out at PAX. That's the uh, the now gearboxed uh, yeah, yep. Duke Nukem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it only took 
what, like seven, no, 15 years. Yeah. 14 I saw, years, something like that. I saw the uh, the call out that Gearbox put out that said, if you ever worked at Duke Nukem at any point, please let us know so we can include you in the credits. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Although that those credits are going to be like a phone book, I would imagine. <laughs> Also, how would you like it's, it? gonna be, it's gonna be a separate disc. <laughs> it's gonna be a two disc game, and the, one of them is credits. credits. Disc. We should submit our names. We'd be like, yeah, of course we worked on it. Prove us wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we live in Texas. I worked on a ninety nine. Duh. Uh, Portal two comes out next week. Fuck. That'll really? also be playable at uh, PAX East. New, I think. New Mortal Kombat comes out next week. Next week is Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the eleventh, right? Next week, Mortal Kombat and Portal two. Mm-hmm. No, Portal two is not next week, is it? Portal two is in April. Portal two is in April. Is it in April? Yeah, man, you're scaring me, Jack. Oh, maybe, maybe Mortal Kombat is also in April. Oh, I thought they came out on the same day. Something comes out next week, though, I thought. Yeah, something does come out next week. Well, <laughs> something big. Gus, do you want to look, out, look, look at what comes out next week? So yeah, let can, me see. While you're doing that, I'll say that this week, Torchlight came out for Xbox Live Arcade, and Dragon Age 2 has come out, yeah. which I will go buy for you at lunch today. I right? mentioned that in Awu. Oh, the, the, the third Awu I've done without you in the past month. <laughs> Holding on the fort, and I appreciate yeah. it. Homefront comes out next week. That's oh, I'm excited see? about Homefront. See? Yeah, I'm ready for that. That's not either of the titles you said. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, you're right. See? See? I said something big comes out. <laughs> if only there was somebody here who worked in the company whose job it was to play video games and know when they come out. Do you remember Do you remember the Homefront event they threw at E3 where they had that parking lot you could park in for free across from the convention center? Yeah. And it, like, but it was all like North Korean themed and they had like barbed wire around everything. Was, yeah, that, that was, was pretty, pretty cool. crazy. They got in trouble for uh They throw a baby in a dumpster or something? <laughs> no, no, no. They, they, that was like a level they cut from the game. Oh, okay. Where you're supposed to put a baby in a dumpster and then defend it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, they got in, it was. I think it was them. THQ got in trouble at uh, at GDC for having a, an event where they released a bunch of helium filled balloons oh, that yeah. went up and then immediately fell right into the bay. <laughs> <laughs> and they had GameStop logos on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think they, they they said that the heal that the balloons were like soy based, eco friendly. Uh, Tell that to the seals. Balloons. Yeah, <laughs> before they, they they degrade, they might choke some animal. Yeah. Oh well, that's good times. <laughs> yeah, like to, to do that in San Francisco. Like, there's a few cities where you don't want to do uh, yeah something like that. In San Francisco, I think we're pretty much near the top of that. Did you see someone recreated the Up House with real balloons in a real house? No. Oh yeah, I did yeah. see that. Yeah, like so they use like 300 giant helium balloons and actually lifted a house off the ground. How, How high did they lift it? Pretty high. Like they 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 lifted it for a little bit and got it, actually had a person inside of it. Then that guy got out and they raised it really high. Yeah, they wow. went to South America or something. <laughs> the guy took a nap and woke up in another country Angel Falls or whatever that was But No, it's for some new TV show on Discovery or something Did the house look like the same? Did yeah, it, look it, the was, same? it was the same sort of you know, boxy house You know what's funny? I guess that was not a very good marketing stunt Because I know they did it, but I have no idea what they were promoting uh, it, it was a TV show, like I think it's like, can you do that? Or like, can it be done? Something something yep. like that yeah. Made me think of Up I'm going to go buy an Up DVD yeah, I have no connection <laughs> with whatever they were trying to market But <laughs> I bought a bunch of up DVDs after that. Nice. You guys haven't seen Rango yet, have you? No, no I heard no, it's really no. good though. Yeah. So, all right, number one at the box office. <laughs> is mm-hmm. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was number yeah, one. Was. The, what, what was that terrible movie with Topher Grace that just came oh, out? Uh, Take Me Out Tonight. Yeah. Oh, and, and that Kristen Stewart chick is also in it too. It seems like that's become a genre of movies, like the '80s throwback movie. Yeah. Is like that that a, one and Hot Tub Time Machine are very similar to me. That Topher no. Grace Take Me Out Tonight. I haven't seen it, but that also has Booger in it, right? Does from Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, I don't know. I think Howard Stern was saying that the other day. Hmm. Yeah, movie looks terrible. Yeah, it's like a, a lot of just like 
boobies and drug use and stuff, right? Sounds so, awesome to me. Yeah, I don't know why we're saying it's terrible. It's not. It's not <laughs> really it. You've got booger in it and and tits. Oh, dude, they booger tits. It's like being in the eighties. It's like being in the eighties. <laughs> they released a new trailer for uh, Fast Five yesterday. Oh my god, that looks so terribly awesome. Really? I'm so nice. excited for that. That's the new Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, dude, it, look, it looks great. <laughs> like, it's like there's like it's loaded with the one-liners already. Oh, it's that's great. Yeah. So, hey, by the way, I get some uh, travel tips. Yeah. Don't go to the Pacific Northwest in uh, February without a jacket. Yeah, and also bring your socks. Yeah. <laughs> you forget socks. We're um, we're so out of it. I didn't bring a jacket, and Griffin didn't bring socks. I just brought like little like ballerina flats or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and now I've got a cold. Oh. And Jeff brought he brought a hoodie, but it's like made out of jersey material. It's just like a t shirt with a hood she on it. was uh, she was so cold that her ballet moves were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. But. No, that was stupid. I feel like every time I go to Oregon I get sick now. We've got like permanent jet lag. Yeah. And about, I tell you, th- if you keep traveling, eventually that jet lag like goes around the world and comes back to you. So yeah. you'll get caught up. You okay. just have to keep traveling. Through, you just have to travel through it. Well, I, hopefully, maybe it'll balance out since we're going to be going uh, east to next, right. and then it'll all be good. You should map out your time zones and like see how much you've swung back and forth. <laughs> we should. I also, month. you know, we haven't done events in a long time, Gus. Aside from Comic Con and PAX and PAX East, but now we're doing this full pu- the full push this year. I remember part of why I stopped wanting to do events because every single traveler at an airport is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all dumb, they're all slow, and they're all confused. Mm-hmm. It's like you go to DFW, There, are, if there's 10,000 people at DFW at one time, 9,940 of them have never flown before. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is new and exciting and like, oh my god, you could buy a pretzel? Really? Let's stop in the middle of the thoroughfare. I can get a massage right here in the airport? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Look at these oh, pillows. They go around I, your neck. I almost, uh, when I was, I was flying back to Austin, you know, uh, was it last week? And at the Seattle airport, I almost got a body, the full body scan. Oh, really? I guess, oh, really? I guess they don't do it to everyone. They were like selectively people, picking people from the line and they picked the dude in front of me and the dude behind me, but not me. And I was like, are they judging me? They, they do not want to see like <laughs> what I've got, what I've got to offer. They're That's, like, no, we don't want to take the clothes <laughs> off of this guy. No, That's no. another thing. The whole, all the travel I've done, I have never experienced the pat down or the full body scan. Oh, really? Yeah. That's just like business as usual. Yeah. Have you been, have you been I got the, I got bomb scanned in, on the way back from Australia, but in January, I flew into DC, like, you know, uh, Washington DC Reagan. And no, I mean, just normal security metal detector. Now, if you fly into San Francisco, like, you pretty much have to go through it there. That's the only time I've ever, like, gone through it. I didn't even times. see yeah. it in Seattle or Portland. Because, you know, if terrorists attack, they're going to attack San Francisco over D.C. Absolutely. Well, it's because the Golden Gate Bridge is so right. picturesque. Of course. <laughs> Do you hear that they're trying to pass a law in Texas to make it illegal for you to be scanned in in Texas at airports? Yeah, they yeah. consider it, like, some kind of... Uh, it's a, like a viol- violation kind of, of privacy. Sexual right? harassment. Some kind of, uh, yeah, sexual attack. Yeah. Like, they want to make it... They're doing illegal that in Connecticut the, too, right? It was, it was weird wording. I, yeah, mean, I assume yeah. it's for legal reasons. It's like make it illegal for them to like touch your breast, groin, or anus area. I think they specifically said like anus in the in the law. But you can still do the like the scan or whatever, right? Like you can get no. I think that was part of it really? too. Yeah, you couldn't be scanned or pat down unless it was like like you had a credible threat or something. Well, I think that that's. I mean. Ideal because nobody wants to have that done. But if all states, I, I think have Texas has got so many guns in it, people can just go buy them anytime they want to. Yeah. Honestly, I I really don't care. It's uh, yeah. They, who they, cares? They, they want to scan me. Fine. Whatever. Well, I, I guess be, I've already been naked on the internet pretty much. So what's, what's the point of this one now? I tell you what, though, dude. They charge fifty to a hundred dollars per bag to check bags now. 
they're going to be pretty upset when they check my anus and find out that that's where my wallet goes. <laughs> nowhere else to put it. You know, what's funny? I read an article. Uh, God, I hope I can find it again now for the link dump. I read an article this past week that said now as a result, since airlines are charging for uh, checked baggage, more people carry on, obviously. And I guess that the Transportation Security Administration is saying that's putting more of a strain on their resources. So they want to increase the fees associated with uh, – airplane tickets to accommodate them having to x-ray and go through more carry-ons. It was something like $650 million a year. Right. That is – I can tell you it's a huge deal. Like they basically, at least on American, beg you to check bags. Yeah. They're like, we'll do it for free. At, like, at the terminal, they'll be like, we'll put it under the plane for you yeah. for free, please. We just – there's no room on the plane. Please, mm-hmm. please, please. And, and they actually – I watched them do it a couple times like on the way out to Seattle where they were just like – we're going to check your bag. And people will be like, I don't want you to check my bag. I'm like, I'm sorry. We're checking your bag. Nothing's more frustrating than seeing that person getting on the plane with like a carry-on bag and also a backpack and a purse. And it's like, you're going to put it all up in the overhead, aren't you? I know you're well, going to do it. Have, I know you're going to do it. People have carry-ons that are way too big. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Skis and a guitar? What the fuck are you going to be doing on this trip? <laughs> <laughs> you can play guitar skiing, dude. It's an extreme guitar sport. Skiing. It's going to be in the, in the 2016 Olympics. The, the, they'll compete head-to-head against the biathlon. Skiing right. and shooting versus skiing and guitaring. <laughs> Let's see who wins. But yeah, there's, there's nothing worse than that, though. When like, you see the person put both their bags in the overhead, then they stuff their jacket up there, too. It's like, people need that space, asshole. Yeah. I don't know. I, usually, I, get, I, get I try to fit everything under the seat in front of me usually. Yeah. Well, I, I usually if I if I'm carrying two things, one goes in the overhead and the so one goes on top of my you're feet. You're that asshole. What no, you, no, what no, no, no. He's talking about something else. No, no. no. Oh, okay. Like I put my one overhead, you know, up there, and then I'll put one on my feet because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And then the, the, one he's right. The worst is the people also who put the coats up there immediately. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Just okay. wait till all the fucking bags are up there. You yeah. can fit a coat around that a lot easier. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I can see the coat thing being an issue. Um. But with purses, they say that that can that's considered a carry on. Yeah. But you'll still see people like sneak on like a purse as well. It's like you've got three things. Got three things. Yeah. Well, I think they they've gotten to be a little bit more strict about it. Like I yeah. kept hearing um, over the, the like uh, intercom, they're like, "Well, if you have a person, you better put it in your carry on if you want to consider it." Separate. Yeah. Man, I uh, I'm gonna be worthless for the rest of the podcast because I cannot get guitar skiing out of my head. <laughs> I'm thinking of tricks, the whole the freestyle. It's awesome. <laughs> I hope to God somebody makes a sport out of this. Then you have like you know you have your electric version, you have your acoustic version. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's just silly, Jeff. God, you have to ruin it. You have to go there. Who's gonna ski down a mountain with a cord? Come on, <laughs> you wireless. Like... You have multiple amps laid <laughs> yeah, out. Wireless like power amp, amp on a sled right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> How would you get, like? They shoot lightning bolts at you to power your your electric guitar and amp. I mean, no, they, they have wireless amps. Never, what or, what not, about not? I'm just kidding. Not amps, but they have wireless like pickups on on guitars. All right, this is starting to sound like Scott Pilgrim to me. No <laughs> Lost its flair. Have you ever seen Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, oh, we watched. We finally watched the King's Speech, but we sat on the plane and they kept interrupting it like every ten uh, seconds. The worst. And then uh, we had like issues with the, the headsets or headphones, so we had to share. So we each only had one ear, and the million was stopping us. <laughs> which so ha- it was which not ideal. I hear that's how the Academy screeners watch movies. <laughs> oh my god, uh, I watched a widescreen movie squished to four three. And then they had awesome. to. They ended up having to reboot it at some point because they noticed that one of the monitors wasn't down, so people were complaining. So then they had to start the whole thing over again. Uh. So but was, so then, of course, like I think it's timed the way those things work. So we were like – it took them like 30 minutes to get it going. So then 30 minutes before it was over, it just turned off. And then they had to like – and I think it was going to cut into their television programming, like start with two and a half men or whatever. And uh, so then they had to go through the whole rigmarole. So it took us another 20 minutes to see the last three minutes. Oh it, was a, it was a four-hour flight and we barely finished the film. Wow. <laughs> it was really good. Except I, I wish I would seen it in the theater. 
yeah. or at least you know on a screen that wasn't you know, all fucked up. What, during the Academy Awards, I love World War II movies. By the way, right, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Right before they did not the, a World War II movie. Right before they did the Best Picture award at the Academy Awards, and you know, they did the, the final montage of all the movies, and then they did you know, and it was all with the King's speech uh, playing uh, during the montage of all the movies. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, there you go. I just heard the speech. I don't need to watch the movie now. <laughs> like that's it. Like that's the climax of the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's totally it. That so, Colin Firth is good. Yeah, he's he's really good. Oh, the whole God. cast is great. Jeffrey Rush yeah. is awesome in everything he does. Kevin's mm-hmm. good. Even, even a girl boner for Colin Firth. Guy yes. Pierce is pretty good in that too. Yeah, did, did they a, have the thing on the plane where, like, when they come over the intercom while you're listening on their headphones, it blares and it's crazy loud and makes you rip your headphones off? No. That, oh, that's happened to me a number of times. The, we had yeah, some issue. That. Like that. It was like really tinny and loud, but you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. The the last flight I took, when I was, fly, uh, I was flying on United up to uh, Seattle, there was a you – could, you could change the in-flight audio, and on one of the channels, you could hear the cockpit communications. Really? Yeah. So yeah. like I just went to Channel 9, and I could hear – like you don't you, – you not only hear your plane communicating with uh, air traffic control, but you hear all the other planes communicating with air traffic control. Huh. Uh, that's it, really cool. It was awesome. I was like, you know, you know what altitude you are. You know, like what other planes are around you and where they are and how far away they are. And, you know, like what runway you're going to land. It was awesome. I loved it. I was fascinated the whole time. They had another kind of cool thing on that Qantas flight to and from Australia where they have a uh, tail cam. And you can navigate to a channel that just shows you an above like above the plane view of your plane as it's flying. Really? Yeah. That's and awesome. That was, I was obsessed with that. I was like convinced I was going to see a gremlin. Like, <laughs> I must have watched it for 45 minutes straight just waiting for something cre- creepy to happen. That's probably why they installed them. Probably. Yeah. Get this gremlin, <laughs> gremlin watch out. <laughs> it was gremlin it, cam. It was either that or watch the same episode of Top Gear for the 15th time. <laughs> so um, I feel like we've been tr- – the travel has dominated the – podcast well that's maybe, all maybe all we that should. we've had well, going it's been on. dominating our lives that's true. Yeah. that's true yeah we haven't had i mean that's all we can talk about we haven't been in the same office together very much lately that's true how have you been we'll have hijinks to talk about after this weekend at, uh, at pax hopefully we're not gonna have any hijinks are we i hope not are you, ex- are you excited about the new convention hall in pax east i'm jack anytime you ask me if i'm excited about something i'm never excited about it <laughs> i guarantee you so what are you gonna say right, is gus excited no <laughs> Gus is not excited. I think he was looking at Jeff when he said that. I, I was. I don't think anyone it. expects. No, him. no, everything's about me. <laughs> Gus, you excited about Thunderbolt on your laptop? <laughs> <laughs> Gus showed me the Thunderbolt port. He no, like, it's funny because his screensaver is just the Thunderbolt icon. That's all I can see. <laughs> it's like, it's, it was under his desk last night. and just saw this Thunderbolt logo that's, bouncing around. That's also what I called my laptop. It's also called Thunderbolt. <laughs> I uh, I have so much laptop envy right now. Like Gus was showing off his laptop to me this morning. I have the most recent revision before the refresh, and he was telling me that Benchmarks put his computer three times faster than mine. Oh. So I want to flush mine down the toilet and get a new – or just pretend to spill a Coke on mine like some people <laughs> <laughs> so I can get a new laptop. Do you really think I need to pretend – spill <laughs> that's a good point so uh yeah despite bernie's objections and criticisms baseless criticisms i went ahead and bought the laptop <laughs> no i actually i got my my laptop back is it keeping your desktop company is that what he said <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're working together and then you know this this weekend we have our, our pax east panel and presentation and he was like hey are you taking your laptop we need something to present uh our videos on during the panel i was like there you go <laughs> they're like i'd like to but this is my personal laptop well, i don't know if it's appropriate i, I, I can, I can show business. them off of the desktop i bought for uh for you should uh, you should rent laptops laptop time to bernie <laughs> like I can contract this laptop out to you. It's going to be seventy five dollars. It's, it's a very reasonable rate <laughs> until you have to use a Thunderbolt. <laughs> then it skyrockets. Yeah, it skyrockets. That's where they get you. 
No, I finally I finally got my my uh, laptop back. Should I get Should I get into this story, Gus? Do you think? Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. All right. So about what do, is we, it? do we have a vote in this? <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> no, no, no. We got to get closure. We need closure. Go ahead. So just over a year ago, my uh, my parents' house was robbed, and then a week after that, it was robbed again. <laughs> And, I'm, um, I'm sure avid podcast listeners will remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a group, um, I would totally rob Jack. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I joined. Can I tell yeah. you how much secret laughing there was going on behind oh, your dude. back during that process? <laughs> I don't oh, think yeah. anyone was being if you, that was, it was the uh, It was the, the immersion shoot, the inventory shoot. Is I laughed what, is so when, hard that day. <laughs> oh, right, right, that was, yeah. That was when I got robbed the second time. <laughs> And well, that was the first, wasn't it? No, that was the second time. The okay. first time I was coming back from a trip from from Canada or something. The the that immersion shoot. If you were there, that's the maddest I've ever been like, had in to, the last probably decade. I had to go sit in Bernie's truck to laugh. Dude, <laughs> I, I I was like radiating anger. It, yeah, it, you were you were I fucking was so mad. I like I had to sit away for about forty five minutes. But anyway. So, uh, so long story short, uh, well, this is, this will be a long story. Anyway, uh, I changed my passwords on everything that day because the, I left my laptop at home because we were on location. And so I changed my passwords on my email, on my, you know, internet stuff from, from where we were shooting using Gus's iPhone or something. And what yeah, we, it was on my iPhone. what we did was, um, we set it up, we set up a thing. It was like, well, I had my mail open on my laptop and I didn't, hadn't turned off my machine. So Gus set up something where basically any time a bad password would hit my would hit, would hit the mail server, it would track the IP address of where that came from. And initially, we got a log back full of like my phone and a couple other items that I was checking that was getting right. wrong passwords. All, all legitimate devices yeah, that need to be all, updated. All stuff. And then we had one number that was a little bit weird. And so uh, we sent this number off to the police who were investigating my case. And uh, after about three months, they finally said we have a subpoena. After explaining to them what an IP address is. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Cybercrime Division isn't too solid. But anyway, um, after some time, they finally got a subpoena and went, and went into this person's house and found a bunch of my stuff and a bunch of other stolen stuff, too. And um, it turns out the guy was actually already in jail on a probation violation for a misdemeanor probation. And so basically they charged him with a bunch of, you know, robbing other stuff. And so uh, – then over the next few months, it was a bunch of dealing with this kid and uh, and where – like actually I got his name. I won't share it on the podcast, but we, we found his MySpace account and tried to figure out as much as we could. Turned out he had very nice parents who were you know very rich and it was just a kid being a you know, jerk-off asshole. So Terrible need- taste in music though. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't even need the no, money. No, he was just – he was just you know, remember robbing houses because he's bored. And so um, ultimately uh, – that sounded so gross. Yeah, that sounded <laughs> so gross. Sorry, sorry. I should aim away from the mic. Do you know if he yeah. was an RVB fan? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, no, he he was a pothead fan, asshole fan. But um, so he probably liked you. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I keep my wallet. So after all this time, like we were able to start tracking down some stuff. Um, we found uh, we didn't find my Xboxes, but we found that laptop. Like we found an old laptop. He sold two of my laptops. Found like both the laptops. The second laptop we actually found because I called up Apple, was asking for my serial number of the the one I got stolen. And they said, "Yeah, we don't have any laptop registered under your name other than the one you're currently using." I was like, wait, wait. So someone re-registered my laptop under their name? They're like, yeah. I was like, can you give me that name? They're like, well, we can't, but if you have a serial number, we can give it to a police officer. And so I was able to track through old email, find the serial number, and then they're like, yep, it's registered. It's not under your name, though, so have a cop call back with a subpoena, and we'll give you that name. And so they, the cop did that, and they found the other guy, got my laptop back, so that guy is now suing the same kid well, yeah, for that, selling that, him that, stolen property. Yeah, that other guy oh. just bought the laptop. Yeah. He didn't realize it was yeah. stolen. He bought it off Craigslist, basically, and that, so that's so lame. Yeah, and God, so, I'd be so pissed, dude. Yeah, and so uh, 
And so anyway, so I got my laptop back, but I'm still missing my Mac Pro, which is the, the one that had like eight years of photos on it and stuff like that. That's the one thing I'm still missing. That, and my camera is still missing. But that's, that's the thing that sucks, right? The photos and like yeah. I have like videos of like the intellectual property stuff. This is gone, you know. Yeah. By the way, I, I, I video through this whole forever. process, you're complaining about the cops and this whole how long and arduous this process is. You've got like everything back but one. I can't get the cops to return my calls <laughs> about our break-in. No, I did. I, I essentially did all the work for these police officers. Thanks, I mean, thanks to Gus, like we were able to do pretty much everything for them. And aside from like going to the guy's house and being like, my stuff's in these in this hall somewhere, you mm-hmm. know, like we couldn't do that legally. Yeah, yeah. we did everything we legally could. You yeah. know, there were, there were times we hit roadblocks and you needed subpoenas and, you know, we handed yeah. off all that it stuff. Does, it sucks that you have to be the police to get them to do anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. It's like your Laxadaisical security ended up saving you. Yeah, honestly, because you didn't have a password on your lap- a laptop, which allowed you to catch this guy. My uh, like adherence to good security practices fucked me because yeah. I had a password. Nobody could ever get to that point for me. You, no. you know, uh, I saw a video the other day. It might have been a DefCon presentation where uh, some guy, some uh, some guy, basically gave a "Don't fuck with the hackers" uh, laptop presentation where someone stole his laptop. But he had like screen sharing and was like snooping all the traffic and pulling his data back off of it and like got this guy's like online dating profiles and like naked pictures of this oh, dude man. and like all this stuff and gave like a long presentation showing how he did it. Man, but. can I make a plea to the world to st- – if you're not a professional, don't take naked photos of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You've, shouldn't everybody have learned at this point? Yeah. Jeez. But, also, come on. Also, if you're going to do it, I mean, be resigned to the fact they're going to get out. Nobody wants to see yeah, you naked. No. Or me. <laughs> Gus, yeah, he just has cardboard cutouts. Uh, yeah, I've got a cardboard cutout of me naked on my desk. So anyway, you're, you're, you're <laughs> okay. going somewhere with this. All right, so the, the worst part was, though, this kid, he went and sold a bunch of stuff at pawn shops all around Austin, like three different pawn shops, including stuff like a microphone that exactly matches the description of the one I gave. But I didn't have a serial number, so I can't say that it's mine. And stuff like that, like a camera that, you know, he sold a camera that is obviously mine, but I didn't have a serial number for it. And it's like, even though he, like, now it's all been said and done. He's actually been convicted. He's, he's, uh. So was that the point of the story? He got convicted? He got convicted. Okay. And, um, so any, he's on this, he's on like a six year probation now. And Is and he like, in jail? He's not in jail. Because. He was that, in that's jail. A, that's, he, he was in jail. He got out, but. He's on probation. If anything happens, he's pay- he's paying my family money now for to cover all these costs and stuff. But even though he was convicted, all the stuff he still has at pawn shops, it can all be sold, and like he can still claim it is his. Like in my opinion, if you are convicted of a burglary, anything at a pawn shop should be pulled off immediately. Is, be like, this, is, is this that is- stuff still at the pawn shop a year later? I'm, I'm sure it's all gone. Oh, yeah. Now. yeah, I guess the moral of the story is, yeah, you know, people listening should. Write down their serial numbers. And don't put yeah. them in a and don't put them in a safe that can be carried out yeah. of your house. Yeah, no, no. Store them <laughs> store them somewhere you know online, yeah, like a like cloud storage or like, something. Yeah, I've got all my serial numbers on a Google Doc now, where it's like I can access it from anywhere. And I, like as soon as I buy something with a serial number, I write it down inside there. Yeah. And so that's huge. And um and also password protect all your computers just in case you know like or I mean, don't password or don't, I mean yeah well, I, don't, I don't know what the moral of that story is that, well, that, I mean, that's kind of ambiguous like you I guess can, so. I mean, your data I mean what's more valuable to you like getting your thing back or making sure no one else gets to your data yeah easily? if you don't have anything like important or crazy going on yeah like maybe yeah and then also like, maybe not everyone can track what IP addresses accessing their stuff. Yeah, I mean, I wish, I wish my, my big computer was, was password protected. The moral... I, I mean, I've, I had like four hard drives worth of stuff on there. And the moral like of the story is to buddy up with Gus as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, long story, but uh, the guy, he got convicted. He's paying us money now, yeah. and if he does anything stupid like that again, he'll go to jail for like 10 years. Well, awesome. So, so I'm sure get- everyone really wanted that closure with listening to Or he'll go on probation again, and somebody will be going, listen, he's really going to go to jail. Well, he, he's on, he's he's on felony away. probation on, He's now. not Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can we get back he to was this? in jail when they found him, and then he got out of jail and went in jail again, and now he's out of jail again. I'm not convinced this dude's going back to jail. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Griffin. You wanted to say something? Oh, we had talked about naked photos earlier. <laughs> um, I like we where know this that, is going. We know that you've taken naked photos of her. You've had somebody take a naked yeah. photo of you. Have you guys ever taken naked photos of yourself? Because I know, Jeff, that you have. Not have you not have. taken naked photos. No, I had some. I don't know where they are now. Thank you. Yeah, really? <laughs> so, really, yeah, you just lost those? You. Where did I put those naked photos? They're on a phone yeah. somewhere. I think I let them. Don't, I let the, that phone the, to John Michael. The thief took them. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of a scary thing. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I did, but I do. I remember like webcam sessions back in like college and stuff with girlfriends. So maybe. So like maybe there might be a if screenshot you pay, of you. If you pay for that webcam session, can you call her a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Can you have a girlfriend it's, it's, for two ninety nine a minute? It's a small, it's a small extra fee. It's called girlfriend experience. <laughs> so you, there might be some naked pictures, screenshots maybe. of you somewhere. Oh. Maybe. I think maybe there, everyone has got some naked photos lingering think, out yeah, there somewhere. Now with like the proliferation of cameras, I think it's difficult not to have yeah. naked photos of you. Like. You may be naked, and your cam- like the, the camera on your laptop may just be on. You know, who knows? Yeah. Just like yeah. walking around your house. Every time I walk into the living room naked, and then connect is this. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it looking at me? <laughs> it doesn't make you feel good when it's like looks up, you look stupid down. You're like, it makes you feel you're good. Right, it's connect. Like, it's like your TV giving you a nod. Usually, yeah, if I walk in, the connect just goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks away as quickly as possible. Yeah. Shakes, no. Connect lost its boner. <laughs> And then we're all thinking. Yeah, about synchronized sign. Oh, dude, did you did you um you know our friend Kayla uh, who made the hamburger bed forever ago? Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you hear that she made two more for MTV? No. So the MTV Spring Break House is at the Rio in Vegas this year. Uh huh. And and Burger King hired her to make two new hamburger beds for like their location. What they pay her for it? Uh, a lot of money. Good that's for awesome. her. So she can pretty much just make shit now. Does she is she made she a does? Millennium Falcon bed too. Yeah, right? yeah. She, yeah. That's at her house right now. But I does think. she have a day job or does she just makes stuff? No, she, she's a teacher actually. Huh. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool for her. Like they paid her quite a bit of money. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say. No, what don't do it. I was just, yeah. I was I joking. Would, I, I don't, don't want to know much. What, what does she teach? Uh, she teaches young kids. I think she's an art teacher. Hamburger okay. bed carpentry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she also made a Millennium Falcon bed, like Jeff was saying, and yeah, she she does really really cool stuff. And so it's cool to see like someone spotted that and was like, hey, make it again for us. And yeah, so, that's really really cool. Yeah. And I feel so, like that hamburger bed got, was really popular. People, a lot of people saw it on the internet. For sure. Like on Reddit and sites like that. I actually was doing some um, image research. Uh, the other day, and it popped up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, it was something totally re- random. <laughs> research? Oh, just for a design project I'm doing for the company. You're redecor- oh, redecorating Bernie's office? No, no. It's uh, for a sh- for something coming up. But, okay. Um, and it had nothing to do with anything, but for whatever reason, that hamburger bed popped up. Nice. <laughs> nice little surprise. It, w- it wasn't when I'm not designing hamburger stuff. Great. So. Okay. Now I want a hamburger. <laughs> Lunch. We're, we're, we're actually making the sequel to Good Burger. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> we should go to P. Terry's. Oh, dude, you, know, you want to go to P. Terry's? Yeah. All right, let's do it. The uh, horse is done. I'm cool the, with it. The last time we did uh, an event at the Alamo, we were uh, we were testing footage. I had to go up to the projection room. What is that noise? It's a weird noise outside. Hmm. I had to go up to the projection room to like test out um, you know different um, delivery options. And when I was walking up there, I saw like a, a good a reel of Good Burger like just laying there. <laughs> I was like, that's the movie Good Burger on film. Like, it's so weird to just see it like. Out of the blue for no reason at all. Uh, well, it had a reason. It was a doorstop, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> These reels are heavy. No, they probably had an event at the draft house where it's like get free burgers or something along with I'm sure, it. I'm sure there was. They there do, was they do uh, unlimited pizza for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they show that. Do you, think, right. uh, yeah. do you think Kel wakes up every day and curses Keenan? <laughs> like, you motherfucker. I've, we met him a couple of years back at Comic-Con. Yeah, I totally forgot he about He was a that. really nice guy, really yeah. nice guy. But Keenan has become, you know, Keenan. Yeah. He's on SNL. Yeah, SNL. Oh, did you see SNL this week? No. My, Miley Cyrus? Oh, we, no. saw, we saw clips. Miley Cyrus is terrible. <laughs> terrible. She had she had one funny moment where she played Justin Bieber on the, the Miley Cyrus show. And it was funny, and then she broke the fourth wall because they asked her about Salvia, and she's like, it's legal, yo, and like looked directly into the camera. It's like, no, you just ruined it. By the way, speaking of this weekend, when I was in Seattle and also Oregon uh, on hotel internet and my phone, I, I, I discovered for the first time in the, the tenure of your relationship with our company, I actually wanted to kill you. Oh, really? I wanted to murder you this weekend. I've wanted to maim you many <laughs> times, but I wanted to fly back to Austin just so I could kill you because you did this thing that I wasn't aware of. Where on Awu, you ask people to send in videos of themselves saying numbers. Oh, did I kill your in, email? Send in as many videos as you want. It <laughs> would. It took me on average three hours on their crappy free Wi-Fi to get my mail. You leave town, I got to do something, man. Oh my god, it was brutal. My phone. I think I, I couldn't do shit for the entire weekend mail wise. I'm sorry. Because it was like iPhone video after iPhone video after iPhone video of people saying fifty four. <laughs> well. <sighs> You leave the office. I got to come up with something. I got I I to come so. up with someone to create content. If the community, did, the community <laughs> will do it. If you're not going to, did you get a bunch of submissions for sixty nine? I got a few. I got, I got one funny one with two uh, stuffed animals. Got but. some one one sevens. I saw. Oh wow! They're oh, really, really, really going ahead. But yeah, in the future, I, I'm like some people are sending in multiples. Where it's like, okay, here's numbers fifty five through seventy. Like just pick one. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the shotgun approach. Yeah. But anyway, probably got like 500 of those in my nice. inbox. But like no one sent anything incredible in. Like I was hoping like someone would like send, you know, send one in in front of like the man's Chinese theater, something cool like that. Like that's what I'm hoping for. Oh, so now you're giving them ideas. Did, did, yeah. Did you, did you like your give, pie in the sky not, is man's Chinese theater? Not well, like I mean, the Taj Mahal, or, <laughs> but I mean, great so, wall of like, China, something recognizable <laughs> not in, in the, the Whataburger by my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good Whataburger. Let's not, let's not bad mouth it. Yeah. In, in, maybe, maybe an in and out, but no, in, in, in Awu, I said, you know, like if I'm going to get a bunch of submissions, so I'm going to pick the best one. So try to do something original. Oh, I see. So you did say, don't yeah. send me shit. What Jack's so. saying is we're not going to pick any of your shitty submissions. <laughs> get better. Well, yeah. like, 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 like 54 is going to be the first one. And I've probably got like 15 submissions for 54. So I'm just going to go through and pick the best one. And yeah. Then, so you'll know whether or not you're on it, obviously. So. Can I, I'm going to say something. Yes. Uh, I've watched them, and they're all really cool, and it's really cool that people send them in. But vertical iPhone <laughs> submissions are never going to get picked, guys. I'm sorry, but it's, that just doesn't work. Unless it's in front of the Taj Mahal. Yeah, unless it's in front of the, in front of the man's Chinese theater. Chinese theater. And then it's not going to be a vertical iPhone submission. It's going to be turned on its side, and we're going to be looking at uh, a falling down Taj Mahal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone can go to man's Chinese theater and get the dude dressed up like Superman and Batman to do numbers. There you go. <laughs> You guys didn't talk about the Oscars last week, did you? I had nothing to do with the Oscars. I was in on the plane no, when they happened. That's right. You're not yeah. into popular no, culture. I know you all talked about no, it No, I'm totally into popular culture. I just couldn't watch it. The week before, but it was, yeah, old, we, it was we, old news by the time we were yeah. we did the podcast. I do feel like we've like hit some kind of time warp where we haven't really been connected to the world in a while. Yeah. It's the jet lag. Yeah. Yeah, partly that or just like not – like I had, I don't check my email as much, you know, because you're kind of like mm-hmm. trying to deal with hotel – you know, computers and or being uh, internet and or being on the plane and not being able to use your phone. So I don't feel nearly as connected. I can't just check things like immediately. Mm-hmm. How fast was internet in Australia? Did it go backwards? Did it spin the other way? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I tried to check that to check the toilet to see oh, if yeah. it did that. But the toilets that they have there, it's like at least the ones that, that we used uh, in the hotel. We used a lot of toilets. No, like, <laughs> it was like the the energy saving, but yeah, so it didn't really flow. do the yeah. swirl. It, goes it just down. goes straight down. So I yeah. didn't even get that. I didn't get that experience. Uh, internet in Australia was okay, I guess. No. I mean, hotel internet always is always like sixty percent of what you want it to be. No. You know? if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Although last year. At PAX East, our internet was pretty good at the hotel, I remember. There's a hotel we would stay at when we would go up to Bungie that's kind of by Bungie. That place had fucking awesome internet. I remember. I don't know what their deal I was. I think the place we stayed in LA at E3, we did an AWU at E3, and I remember it uploaded so fast I hadn't finished putting in details yet of the, of the actual episode. And yeah. it, like, it was already done uploading. I was like, oh, shit, I, gotta, I had to make it private before it went live. It was awesome. There you go. <laughs> all right well should we wrap this shit up so we can go get some uh, hamburgers we probably should we need to get some hamburgers and uh and reiterate that if you're in S- the seattle if you're in seattle you're fucked but if you're in the boston area you should totally come to our panel saturday at 4 30 4 30 p.m at pax east uh, the pa- sure. pax east is totally sold out yep however if you already have a badge please come to our panel saturday and come to our booth and buy lots of stuff. We promise you won't be disappointed. There's and if you are disappointed, Jack will personally give you $2. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, some videos we're going to be showing. In fact, that's why uh, Bernie's not here, putting the finishing touches on that stuff. Yep. And uh, we're very excited. Are we doing anything for PAX and Shima Hunter? We're going to be there. <laughs> okay. Be- being there's 90% of it. Did you, did you it. want to do something? What did well, you I think Bernie wanted us to have a video for the panel. What, what video would you like to have? I don't have? know. All right, well. So oh, shit. Like, well, you got, you got like uh, 24 hours to Bernie figure that out. Bernie didn't want me to have a video because he didn't mention it to me, but it sounds like you're dropping the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the office, Jeff. Thank All you. All right. Thank well, you thanks much. for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.